This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. And welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodin. I'm joined only by Chris O'Brien this week. No, Garth this week, Chris. Yeah, he's old and has hurt his back. I mean, that might legitimately be a reason. He is constructing flat pack furniture at the moment, so it could be a reason that he yeah, has like, put his back out. It's pure speculation on my part, but it's sort of like saying, well, at some point, some boy point, Garth probably ate food. It's just sort of an assumed thing like i assume gaff drinks water i assume um gaff will listen to some music and i assume gaff's back perpetually is so because of how old he is yeah hi gaff if you ever end up listening <laughs> to this episode <laughs> he's gonna end up listening to it because he wants to hear us talk about AEW. because quite frankly he's been a bit alone until about a month ago in watching AEW. yes and that sort of brings me on to basically the not the elephant in the podcast, the elephant on the podcast, the thing we're going to talk about, basically. If we ever get an elephant on the podcast, can I keep it? But to be honest, mate, yes, absolutely. Because if I rocked up in my house with an elephant, my girlfriend would look at me and just go, I'm leaving you. Like, I have to I, leave you. To be fair, like, I'd probably get chucked out because, you know, I do live with my folks, but I could live under the elephant. That is true. That's your basic shelter, isn't it, under an elephant? Yeah, um, if it gets really cut, co- really, really cold, just cut them open. Yeah, proper Star Actually, Wars style. The, the more, the more wholesome. I've already smelled bad on the outside. Um, <laughs> the more, the more wholesome way of doing it would just be to ride them somewhere warmer. But like we're in Britain, where the fuck's the warm bit? Uh, Cornwall. I don't want to go to Cornwall. No, I don't think anyone wants to go to Cornwall. Oh, I just ride it to Birmingham and see my friend. I'll ride it to Stoke and to see you. <laughs> to which point your girlfriend will see the elephant and say, I'm leaving you. A <laughs> couple of things to come from that. Hello to any fans we have in Cornwall. Um, and secondly, <laughs> I love that you think it's any warmer in Stoke than it is in the mountains of Scotland where you live. It, it isn't warmer. First of all, I'm in the lowlands. Second of all, um, and so I'm not going to Stoke... For it to be warm, I'm going there to see my buddy Rob. Aww. I'd stop buying Newcastle on the way, get Garth, we'll have a night out. <laughs> on the we'll elephant. The elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then we couldn't take the elephant home because we can't drive an elephant drunk. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We need to park him somewhere. And can you imagine the parking tariffs for parking an elephant? Oh, oh my God. Like I str- um, I've seen people struggle to get normal cars into one of those multi-stories. Imagine getting an elephant in there. Jesus Christ. Like Clifford, the big red dog, because that's an elephant. <laughs> 
So for those people who have seen the title of this podcast, yes, we are reviewing the 4th of March episode of AEW Dynamite, the post-revolution Dynamite. A couple of reasons, really. Um, Like Chris alluded to, Garth has pretty much been his own in the watching week-to-week of Dynamite. Me and Chris have sort of, you know, jumped in and out and seen bits on YouTube and seen enough to watch the pay-per-views and enjoy the pay-per-views. But as me and Chris have progressively thought, you know what, I kind of want to get on board with this more on a weekly basis, it seemed to make most sense for myself, Chris, and Garth to get together on a weekly basis and watch Dynamite together, dissect it together, and then give our thoughts at the end. So for those of you who wanted to hear us talk about and watch along with Dynamite, great. We've made your wishes come true. For anyone who wants us to watch boring wrestling, like our previous podcast, The Big Event, which was fucking terrible, and that's from someone who was part of it, um, That's the guy who chose it, Rob. Yeah, well, yeah, I chose that. So this sort of cuts through that bullshit. Um, so before we kick into uh, this episode of AEW Dynamite, uh, both episode, both of us are watching, of course, on Fight TV because obviously we don't get TNT or what other American channels it is on. Um, talking about AEW Revolution, Chris, what were your thoughts about the pay-per-view? Revolution. What we- <laughs> regret has ruined that name for me. I know. Fuck you, Brian Zane. Um, Fuck's sake. What do you not, think of the pay per view? Um, the, the, oh, the first match was wank. The main event was wank. The middle was really good. Um, I mean, I disagree. I I didn't think the opener was bad. I didn't think it was great. I thought if you're going to open with something, I thought Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara should have opened, uh, which was an, an absolutely fantastic opener. match. Also, um, I'm not being like, I've caused some weird flap for this, but like sexual assault isn't something a baby face should be doing. No, I, I didn't pick that up the first time. And then the more I thought about it, um, the more I thought that's, that's a peculiar thing to do. But then that sort of dragged me back to thinking, why have we gone from Jake Hager being this silent bodyguard type to someone who's randomly making out with his wife in the front row of a show? That's that's a complete character like left turn. And I, I don't really understand where that came from. That hasn't been anything in his character beforehand. I don't believe his wife has been... In the corner of the inner circle, get it? Corner circle, two D shape joke. I, did, I, did, I didn't even know he um, had a wife. To be honest, I only did, and this is going to sound really, really stupid because there was a Twitter beef between her and somebody else. And well, I... the Rebby Sky. It's not in these situations. It's normally Rebby Sky. Do you know what? I think it might actually have been Rebby Sky. <laughs> it's always Rebby Sky. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It was a very, very strange match um have you rewatched the tag team match no um Listen, I, I know a few friends who have and if you like um there's one friend who i've been who i've known since skill and like he rewatched and he was like you know what in hindsight that's a 10 out of 10 and it's weird to me because like for me a 10 out of 10 is like a gut feeling like you have to see a match for me for a match to be a 10 out of 10 you have to see it the first time and then go yes that's a 10 out of 10 do you know what I mean? Like for for me, like in terms of sheer quality, there's not a massive difference between a nine out of ten and a ten out of ten. But when I see a ten out of ten, I'm like, have to be like straight away. Oh my god, that's one of the best things I've ever seen. 
I agree with you. I did go back and rewatch it, um, partly because, you know, as we all know, Meltzer gave it six stars, which was by far and away the most highly rated match on that pay-per-view. I so, believe the next was three and a half stars, three and a quarter, three and three quarter stars. Yeah, and nothing else reached four, I think. And also, like, everyone's saying it's the best tag match of all... Well, not everyone, but all people saying it's one of the best tag matches of all time. Um, it's made Hangman Page. It's like it's not it's not the best tag match in my opinion anyway. Like it's not the best tag match of all time because like yeah, those callbacks to their previous career, but like it's not like it was woven into like a story or anything. Like a lot of the callbacks were just callbacks for the sake of it, and at that point you're just doing random shit. <laughs> well, I must admit the first time I watched it, and me and Chris are at a slight disadvantage for you know we don't watch being the elite, we don't watch um, the countdown or the road to shows that they do on the in- right, I on YouTube. I don't think we should have to watch being the elite to get a wrestling story. I'm not being funny. Like, how much supplemental material are you expecting us to watch? Well, you have a two-hour show every week. That is true, but we also don't watch that. So, you know, it's what we do now, we do now. Um, but, like, people were talking about, like, how it got back to their New Japan stuff. And, yeah, kind of, but, like, people going, oh, we were going after Matt Jackson's back. Everyone goes after Matt Jackson's back. <laughs> yeah, um, Matt Jackson's back is sort of a staple of any match of any length that they do. Um, I must admit, the second time watching it through... Um, I, I did massively, massively enjoy it. I do think it's one of the better tag matches ever. I don't think it's the best. I think it is certainly one of the best. And perhaps in no, retrospect, a- we should have given it 10 stars. But I think the storytelling between Hangman Page and Matt Jackson, I thought that was brilliant. I thought you got the callback to the start of the match where Kenny Omega had stopped Hangman Page from trying to powerbomb, I think it was Nick, through the announce ta- mm-hmm. uh, through the timekeeper's table, and then you'd got Matt, who had been that pumped up from you know Adam Page's um, shenanigans that he started attacking Omega's shoulder, even though they'd previously stated that was off limits. And to watch Matt Jackson sort of descend into this, right, well, we are winning at any fucking cost because I am not losing to that fucker. And to see then that sort of you know storyline between the books and Omega and how the books did sort of become heels um, as the match progressed. I did think that was really good. And again, I think we we are at a slight disadvantage in the fact that we don't watch Dynamite week to week to week. Yeah, but here's the thing also, like, again, I can see how great it is. Like, I'm look, as you know, Rob, I've been keeping track of my matches of the year. I've only rated a, one of a tag match at a nine. So, like, it's still, like, probably the best tag match of the year, but, like, I, again, it's just I didn't have that immediate holy fuck. This is has to be a ten, a ten out of ten, and like a match needs that for me. Like a match can go up retroactively, but it never goes up to a ten out of ten retroactively for me. That's just me. But like, I didn't get to the end of that and think, oh, God, wrestling's different, a bit, a little bit different now for seeing that match or whatever. Like, there's still like problems with it and that doesn't always dictate whether or not something's a tenor or not for example will Ospreay really whiff the drop kick in the Takahashi match but um a buckshot lariat is a tad bit little bit of a weak finish after that whole match Hangman Page reco- recovered just a tiny bit too early from a melt to the driver on the fucking ramp well like 
it's little things. It's little, little tiny things. Like, and be, be the little tiny nitpicks of little tiny nitpicks to stop it from being a 10. I'm not going to argue with people who think it's a 10. I feel actually I'm quite annoyed that I'm not seeing what everyone else is seeing in this match. I now kind of get how Gar feels when he watches New Japan. But yeah, just, it was still a great, like, I've, I, the way I'm talking, people are going to think I hated it. I gave it a 9 out of 10. It's a great, it's a great match. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is, it's going to be one of the matches of the year, definitely, when we are talking about, you know, when we come to our end of year awards. Um, I mean, just some very, very, very quick notes on the rest of the pay before we do kick in with this episode of Dynamite. Um, I thought the main event was slightly disappointing. I thought bits were good about it, but a little bit disappointing. But then again... It felt like a TNA main event. I like mean, an, oh, you look so at Jericho now... You look at Jericho now, he's 50 years old. He's not going to be able to create these five-star classics now. It's just, I don't feel like that's his style. And Moxley, you know, unless you put him with someone like an Ishii, like, you know, a Shingo, someone like that, you're not going to get, you know, a wrestling classic. It was a brawling classic. It was never packaged as anything else. But Yeah, but, but my issue was, I love the story be like at that point it needs to be a story driven match and a lot of the story beats didn't land for me but again we don't watch dynamite we week to week we don't vote like the story beat should be enough to like people who do watch dynamite week to week were disappointed by this i'm not saying it wasn't a disappointing match it was it was a good match it was a seven star was, match of six was six fine. seven yeah but like for example the revealing of the eye back like and not being fu- funny, that was that just didn't land. It should land. Like I've seen like enough of the Moxie stuff to know the story, especially since it bled over into his Suzuki match. But like none of it landed. Like this could have been like the Suzuki match, quite frankly. Like both Jericho and um, because like that's obviously the style they were going for, and it didn't. Like it just didn't land. And like. I know I've been critical on Jericho, but like he needs to start making stuff land. If, if I'm not going to be critical on him, like honestly, this match was fine. I do really like. I really like Jericho's AW main event so far. Like his match with Darby on TV was great. His Adam Page match was really good. So was his um, Omega match, even though it wasn't quite as good as the Tokyo Dome match. Like. Jericho and AEW is generally just really good. It just so happened he because we also saw this in the Fed. He doesn't mix well with Moxley. Like you just don't have chemistry with everyone. That's yeah. That's what I was going to say. I don't think this is a knock on either competitor. I think this is more you know you don't have chemistry with absolutely everyone. I do agree with that. And you know you look at like you've already listed Jericho's matches, but you know he's also had great matches with Scorpio Sky in main events and Jungle Boy, for goodness sake, he had a good match against. So, you know, it's not like he hasn't been firing on all cylinders. I think this was just a bit of a... a I've seen all of Jericho's... I've seen all of Jericho's singles matches in AEW. For me, this is easily the weakest one, which is bad. It is when it has been rumoured that Cody sees this as the AEW WrestleMania. Yeah, um, which is stupid. It should it should be all out because all in is where it started. Like, and again, Jericho can have a great, still have great matches. Like, look at his even in just taking AEW examples. Look at the Cody match from Phil Gear. That was great. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, listen. Let's get into <laughs> this um, because we're already fifteen minutes into the podcast um, and we haven't actually started 
um, Dynamite yet. So hopefully you've all got your Fight TV or whatever you are watching Dynamite on uh, open and ready. Chris, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Kind of. yes. So three, two, one, play. I am going to turn that down a little bit. I was about to say you are bleeding through, but it's nice to know we're synced. <laughs> um, something I will say, I mean, as we go through a video package showing Revolution. Um, oh, just, good lariat. It was a very good lariat. That's 6.30s. Fucking lunacy. <sighs> to be fair, you know, it's funny because I've seen some of Darby Allen's stuff and evolved just go, as we go through it. Like, I know it's already gone off, but like, he been done more insane stuff. I didn't like the like women's match. With Ethan Page. The, the women's match wasn't great. The Cody match was very divisive, but I loved it. I thought the Cody match was good. I thought his matches... I thought he's had far better matches, and I think with but the I, build I, I, this the, has it's got... Pacing problem. Yeah, it's not even that. He had a match with Jericho, which was great. He had a match with Sean Spears, which was decent. It wasn't great, but it was decent. This um, is much better than the Spears match. But I think it should have been better with the build that it was getting. It was still a great match. Um, it's, still, it's obviously going to go to a rematch. So, like, I think we're going to get... I still gave it an 8. Yeah. I love the fact that Moxley just couldn't talk at the end of this pay-per-view and just went, oh, fuck it, at the end. It's very cruel to make someone cut a promo after a match, quite frankly. I mean, <laughs> like, immediately after. It was the go-home, to be fair. Right. Yeah. Denver, Colorado. Their Denver debut, apparently, Cultaholic sign. Um... <laughs> they have a new, they have a new um, logo. Fuck it. Someone has a t- sign of the fucking Cody's, Cody's tattoo. <laughs> oh, my God. That tattoo is dreadful. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. John Moxley starting us off. Let's see how long it takes right, him to get John Moxley's out. Speech? Hang on. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that is a long-ass John, so, that. So, um, who, who do you think has the better theme? Jean Moxley or John Moxley? John Moxley. Um, I... Oh, I don't know. I flip-flop I... between the two. I really like his New Japan one. I love it. Um, I, but it's kind of generic. Then again, both his themes are very generic. Like, this is jobber music, quite frankly. It is a little bit. Look at holding a walking stick. Oh, right, that's the disabled section. Yeah, that's really bad, mate. You need to stop. You need to sit down and check yourself. So, Before you wreck yourself. Is that... Is John Moxley wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt? Um, I, I haven't seen a shirt yet. Hang on, turn around. Turn around, Moxley. <laughs> turn around, Moxley. No. Is it's it, just a skull. It's just a generic skull that <laughs> looks like he might well have ripped it off of Stone Cold Steve Austin. To be fair, like I'm pretty sure Moxley's like a mismatch of different people. What do you think is Mox of Moxley as champion? Um it's it's probably their biggest commodity, so like it's a good like him, Jericho and Omega, and like Jericho and Moxley have more mainstream appeal, so that makes sense. And like, it's Moxley's really good, so like, it should be a good. Well, it depends who we put him with, quite frankly. That's the thing. Um, I so mean, like, you had you had already had Jericho run through Hangman Page. He'd already beaten Omega. He'd already beaten Cody. And if he'd have beaten 
Moxley at Revolution, who would have been left to then beat Jericho? Evil Uno. Evil Uno. <laughs> I wonder if we'll have any. Uh, I wonder if we'll have any Dark Order. Par- uh, what's it? I hope so, because because like I understand it's been going on for a while, so like I can't understand how how people have been watching all year, year feel, but like I've been watching for about five weeks now, and I'm already sick of this Dark Order bullshit. It's like, can you remember Sean O'Hare from uh, 2002 when he did the? What's it? Went... Before my time, but I do remember that I do have seen the um, like the Devil's Advocate stuff. That was fucking classic. That, that, that was actually really good. I don't know why they dropped it. Because it's WWF, or it was Joey Janela in the front row. There's also a Orange Cassidy. Very quickly, the Orange Cassidy pack match, amazing. Fucking outstanding. Right, I'll see if Moxley can like, cut a better the... promo now. This is my yard now. <laughs> Imagine. And then just and then just drop I'll tell you what. Do you know what? Just looking at him in the ring, he, Dark Order in the crowd. Um you're sold on him <laughs> as a star, aren't you? Yeah. I James Dean. I cannot believe that this is basically Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, who lost to EC3 on Raw a year ago. This is what he wanted Ambrose, the Ambrose character to be. Yeah. Just li- the entire crowd is so into him, though, isn't it? Isn't Aren't they sorry? Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I know he's only just won the belt. It'd be interesting to see who beats, because he's going to have to be a heel, who takes it off Moxley. And I'm wondering if they may give it to MJF. I can see it being Hangman. Intense. Um, this is already better than his show-closing promo at Revolution. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't just wrestle a match where he walked all over. It did not. I mean, it did technically. It did belong to him technically. I mean, don't do yourself down, John. You did win it. Yeah, but no one... Tony Khan technically answered. Joey Janela again. By the way, did you see the... Very quickly, because it's around the same size of building that we run, the NXT UK attendance from the last tapings. It was appalling, wasn't it? Absolutely appalling. Oh, it was... But, like, it's like that. Every taping, every Glasgow tapings I went to, it's like that. Have you seen the, uh, the supposed main event of NXT UK TakeOver Dublin? Oh, I think we're pretty sure that's been confirmed now with Balor and Walter. Has it been confirmed now? Um, it might have been a fan poster. I don't know, but it's probably the case. It's mm. like, you want to have a big Irish... I say that. You'd want. You'd think you'd want a big English star at the last takeover, but they had coffee, so... True. <laughs> Who I would have definitely... For a rematch for the title, I'd definitely given them that at a fucking Scottish show. But oh well, there's still Celtic chance going on. Look at, look at that retro NWO. Cult Alexander, the hard cam again. I mean, he already crawled through glass. Oh, God, that was horrendous. That was, it, that was one of the better segments of that show, that match, sorry, where they just went a little bit. I really liked that match. <sighs> like, I really like, I like, I enjoy over the top shit 
um, bullshit. It was incredibly it's divisive. Incredible. I, I mean, apart from Gaff, Gaff was very in the middle about the whole thing. <laughs> I was. I didn't. Uh, I liked certain bits of it. It went far, far too long. And at times it just felt very, very self gratifying. Like the glass bit, that was ingenious. <laughs> but then to get the board out, to get, you know, everything else out the of lights. the ramp and things like that, it was just like, right, come on, we can finish trampoline. now. Yeah, the trampoline, for fuck's sake. Yeah, this is a this is a far better promo, far stronger promo. This. It's weird because like because you watch um, New Japan, like we have to go out of way to look at Moxley promos on both shows. He's a scary motherfucker, isn't he, Ambrose? Well, Moxley. Oh, here we go. Let's hear <laughs> let's hear them singing it. It's probably going to be cut off before we can. It's such a banger. Or such a bop, as you youths say. It's it's grown on me. I still think every other Fozzie song is shit, though. I like the latest one they've released. Is it Nowhere to Run? I've not listened to that one yet. That's Jack, it is absolutely resplendent. Did you see that mark? I did. MGF. What a mark. I like the Guns N' Roses in a circle shirt that Sammy Guevara is wearing. That is genius. Yeah, it, it doesn't suit him, does it? No, no, it doesn't. I tell you what would be interesting. Because obviously they've chastised WWE for the uh, for the rematch clause. Are we going to see yeah. a, a rematch? Because this is I really the only time... we Well, this is the only time we've had a world championship change hands. Because... I'm pretty sure SoCal well, and Sensor got think, another shout, another shot at the belts, didn't they? I think they, I think they end up feeling like the um, win loss record because, like, sometimes in like MMA, people get automatic. Sorry, I need to listen to this. That's just mate. Anyway, um, yeah, in MMA, sometimes people get automatic rematches, but uh, Austin just depends on like box office draw. So it's weird how we do it. Mm. Like Rio got, didn't get an automatic rematch. Technically, you do, Chris. That's 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 almost exactly what it is. But see what Chris Jericho is me after every predictions thing I lost, <laughs> I lose. So right, I've uh, I've screwed up Garth's predictions anyway because he, he said Alistair Black was beating uh, AJ Styles. He's not competition. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your ass. I bet that's him trying to make a new t-shirt. Oh, he's so good on the mic, isn't he? He's so good, but like, just looking at the inner circle, I'm just annoyed at how mistreated LAX have been. It wouldn't surprise me if they're the people that take the belts off uh, Omega and Hangman. Well, I, I was about to say who else is there, but then you look at the entire... Like, they probably have the best tag division in any American company. Actually, in any, in any company. I can't think of a company I have 
a better tag division in my opinion. New Japan. <laughs> you suck ass chant from the Denver crowd. I mean, like, if he's into that kind of thing. <laughs> Jerry Goat. This should be good. <laughs> He's a fan. Hang on. <laughs> That's amazing. Jericho trying to persuade everyone that Moxley should be stripped of the title because he'd spent time training for a person with one eye. <laughs> I love Moxley's face. It's brilliant. I really hope it gets rejected because I don't want to watch another Moxley Jericho match. <laughs> You're all phonies. <laughs> Big fat phonies. <laughs> such a gorgeous belt. It is. I didn't like it at first because I saw it in Brett's hat. Bret Hart's hands, and immediately when the title goes to Bret Hart, it gets devalued. But whoa, uh, I actually got Garfield in here, so I, I, I just also, when I'm on the podcast, I just automatically try to bury Bret to annoy Garfield because he's not here. Oh shit! I just realised because this is an official stream, we're not getting that picture-in-picture picture bullshit. That's true. I've never been happier for someone to give me five pounds than I am today now. <laughs> But I haven't seen Rob gave me a five pound stick. It's the first time I've ever been paid for my work. With you. Oh. It's a good promo, man. That was a good promo. What you can do about scripts. Alright, tell you what. Shag, Mary kill. Santana, Ortiz, Hager. Uh, kill Ortiz. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Ortiz wouldn't. I'm just laughing Aren't at the Jericho and he's... Sammy Guevara thing. He's like his. Son. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Shut up! <laughs> right. So just to recap, Jericho, if Moxley leaves tonight... Oh, hang on. Right, so if Moxley walks out on his own steam, under his own steam tonight... Jericho is going to take a leave of absence. I was just going to say that. So, (laughs) Fozzie, you've got dates then? (laughs) Always got a plan. (laughs) 
What's the main event of this show? Do you know? Um, I think he just said it. It's Jericho and Guevara versus Mo- Darby and Moxley. That's right. Did not know that. Did he not? <laughs> Have you ever seen the videos of Moxley off his face on the indies? Yes. Like was... he was cutting a, and Sammy Callahan was cutting a promo and he was chucking things at him. Have you seen sorry, just can you see the books of youth side behind? <laughs> yeah. I and then I knew you'd come. Books of youth. <laughs> things you can say both in the bad dream and in the broken universe. I knew you'd go. Oh, God. Whoa. Language, well, Mr. John. Well, there you go. There's the... Uh, there's music. That must be the end of the segment. That was a decent opening segment. That was all right. Now, unless I'm very much mistaken, that went head-to-head with NXT, which opened with the... Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai steel cage match, which I've heard was quite disappointing. I've heard mixed things. I've heard like NXT, like NXT diehards love it, but NXT diehards only have one thing to ask about NXT, and that that is Hunter. Can you please tap me on the head before you come? Uh-huh. My 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 point is NXT fans could be given anything and they'll cheer it. True. Big swole lever baits. Wonderful. Oh, Jake Hager's wrestling again. Yeah. Oh, right. The only reason he didn't the only reason he didn't wrestle beforehand was Bellator. Bellator. Him... Yeah, he he's fight for Bellator, so like he has to stop wrestling and build up to a fight. So you got Moxley, Alan Jericho, and Sammy Guevara in the main event. I don't know, I think because obviously Hager's taking on QT Marshall, apparently. Do you not think he should be saved as like... I mean, there's enough people in the inner circle for it to be like a I special guess, maybe, attraction. Maybe they're trying to build him up as a killer. So we'll have him have like little... Like, I say little, like quick fights. Because I doubt Cutie Marshall's going to take him to a fucking 20-minute drill. No, true. So we're just going into eight-man tag... SCU, all three members, because apparently it is now official that Christopher Daniels isn't the uh, the exalted one. Um, and Boom Boom Colt Cabana. Have you ever seen, very quickly, have you ever seen SCU Life? I have not. They're stupidly charismatic. Yeah, but are you surprised they, by that? No, no, they're like so charismatic they managed to make me care about Shane Taylor. They tried to give him money to skip a match, and he just went over mic and went, well, I've done a lot of things I'm not proud of for money. <laughs> what do you think about Colt Cabana signing for AEW? I think it's pointless, but harmless. <laughs> like, no one loses out by Colt Cabana being signed, but also no, AEW didn't gain anything by Colt Cabana. I'm not annoyed as, like, when Arch is being signed, when New Japan loses its biggest star, and a Arch will probably just end up in dark. I, I am happy he gets to keep his um, theme. I think he owns it, though. Oh, yeah, he it's him talking. You say that, Jericho owns Judas, but it can't get on a New Japan show. That is true. 
I mean, the problem is... Go on. Um, The only problem with Colt Cabana is that you go somewhere, there will be a much higher chance of seeing Punk chance. Yeah. No, I get that. Colt Cabana, I think, has been signed. I mean, if you look at the AEW roster, like, there is no one that can take, like, losses. Really. I mean, even Orange Cassidy, for God's sake, has turned himself into a main eventer. Peter Avalon. You've got, yeah, you've got Peter Avalon. You've got QT Marshall. Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler, who'll soon join the Dark Order, probably. Fuck knows where strong hearts have gone. Sammy, Sammy give that. Um, Seymour was just in MLW. He fought for the title. Did he win? Did he strong hearts go up? Um, strong hearts go over the shop because they're trying to um, promote OBW. Not OBW. OWE. O-W-E. <laughs> the uh, the thing. The thing that um, all Lisa announced that partnership with at the start and sort of has fizzled out. Yeah, but like, I think they mostly were going to have that as like roster filler, and they don't need. To be fair, strong hearts were in the battle royal. I just, I just remembered. The Battle Royal was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, I think they're very infrequent. Oh, okay. Are they just dark, are they? Yeah, are those hickeys on Coke Cabana? On his shoulder? I don't know. Are we, are we dead set, then, that it's going to be Matt Hardy as the exalted one? Probably. I'm annoyed that it's not Raven because he was in the crowd one week. I think Raven could work. I think he'd be. He's not as big a name as Matt Hardy. He's not as big a name, but like honestly, I can see him making it work more. Like I, can, I see Raven more in that role than Matt Hardy. I don't see Matt Hardy as a cult leader. Oh yeah, look at his arm. I wonder if he's had that suction cup thing. I wonder if it's a weird sex thing. Why is that where you go first? Why is that where you go first? Because you're young. No, cause, but you know what it is? I watched The Good Place, and it said that 99.9% of unexplained human in, human behaviour is a weird sex thing. Oh, well, if, it's, oh, said, way, I was if once, it's said on The Good Place... I was once watching... Um, I was once at a watch-along at, in a nightclub for SummerSlam, and Coke Cabana just turned up. Oh, Nice. Hang yeah, on, hang on, sorry, get... something's just dawned on me. Isn't Colt Cabana supposed to be in the New Japan Cup? I mean, yeah, but, like, Moxley's the US champion. Yeah, Moxley's a slight, a slightly bigger star, as is Jericho. I'm pretty sure they have more pull than Colt Cabana. You're telling you me Colt... He's good friends with the Bucks. Do you reckon Lance Archer's got that in his contract, that he can still perform in uh, New Japan? Why would why wouldn't he be in the cup? You make a very oh, very very realized, good point. I just realised when nothing was happening is because they went to commercial. Oh, that's what I thought. Why is it taking the dark order so long to come out? Okay, Chris, have you been on joindarkorder.com? No, I haven't. Why not? Because I'll be honest. Because they do enough. I do enough research in the day, Rob. Because I'll be honest. What's 
Okay, go ahead. Be honest. Of the three of us, I feel like you would probably join the Dark Order. <laughs> Please explain. I don't know. I feel like you'd enjoy it's it. It's my general aesthetic. I'd enjoy it. What What do you get if you join the Dark Order? Is there any health benefits? Do you get dental? You get a gimp mask. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I'm not like saying that one... you would look good in a gimp mask. Maybe I am saying that. Who knows? Yeah, but like, it, it, it's, it's something I'd like to own just to say I own a gimp mask and like let, leave it up to people's imagination why I own it. Speaking of gimp masks, um, I don't know if. Well, I'm sure every <laughs> I'm sure everyone is uh, aware of Wish.com because you can't scroll through fucking Facebook without seeing the stupid pissing ads. Um, there are some absolutely outstanding things that you can buy for five quid, including. A gimp mask, because that came up on my recommended buys. <sighs> I mean, like, to be honest, they probably just spied inside their WhatsApp group chat. I mean, alongside... It gets weirdly sexual in there sometimes. <laughs> alongside a pound bag of pills. Um, just a picture of cats. I, I don't know what you get. Does this specify what the pills are? Why do they put the masks on after they start wrestling? It's like the opposite of, like, in Japan. I... My big issue with this is why is Stu Grayson the only one who doesn't have a belt, a belt, a mask? Um, because he's such beautiful eyes. He has got beautiful eyes. Thing is, he's the only one with no hair, so it'd be easy. It'd be easier to put on the mask. It would. Like, if I try to put on a mask, it would take ages. If Garth wants to put one on, he can just slip it on. Okay, I have another question. It's sort of stemming back to what we were saying before about the Dark Order. So, Matt Hardy is the exalted one. Yay or nay first. Yeah. Huh? Do you think he's um, going to be or not? Honestly, with all this hype, it probably has to be. Otherwise, the storyline's going to fall flat. Yeah, you run that issue. Well, like, especially I'd rather with... it be... You'd rather, rather it be Raven. Be Raven yeah. Um, I, I feel you're gonna. It's gonna run the risk of getting absolutely no reaction if it's someone like you know a Brody Lee or a Lance Archer. Um, well, his thing, a Brody Lee and a Lance Archer are very good muscles. Can you really see Lance Archer? Like his the amount of promos that I've seen from Lance Archer has been saying the words "everybody" um, and that the word "dies" in various um, different ways. I'm sorry, but anyone that nicknames herself the Murder Hawk Monster just does not deserve to be the the exalted one. Um, the reason <laughs> I brought this up was because if Matt Hardy is the exalted one, you know the big linchpin yeah. of this Dark Order storyline. Um, as we watch Cole Cabana and SU absolutely destroying John Silver, um, if Matt Hardy is the Exalted One, comes into AEW, and we have a payoff to this Dark Order storyline, surely that's going to be Matt Hardy winning the AEW Championship. Which means that the three people who will have held your championship are XWWE guys. To be honest, if it's XWE guys, it's not a massive deal as long as the right ones. Like Moxie and Jericho are a good example of being the right ones. Matt Hardy will need a lot of build for that to for me to even consider that. Yeah, like, I know that stands like how the Fed's booking, but like quite frankly, if you bring anyone in at a higher position of where they deserve, of where they are or where um, they should be, 
Like, for example, if some someone like Mark Sweet, who was a main eventer and then got buried, that's fine. But, like, in Mahadi's only ever been a main eventer in TNA, and, like, fucking... You're guaranteed a world championship shot there. Like, Val Venus went over Christopher Daniels. So, no, I'm not letting that go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never... How do we know Even that... has got at least... Everyone has at least gotten into shape. He's like when AW first started, he was really bad. Who's that? Evo Uno. Yeah, he has. He has lost a little bit of weight. You can tell he's leaned up a little bit. Um, he's actually remarkably good in the ring for a man of his size. Um, he is now. He wasn't when he. I, he, I, I couldn't stand him when he first started. Well, I don't know. I obviously had never seen them as Super Smash Bros. Um, I hadn't seen them outside of like highlights. Well, apparently they were they were relatively good, relatively over anyway. Well, yeah, but that was ten years ago. I mean, like we're all very different than we were ten years ago. Um, quick question though: um, Do you think when Dark Uno plays Uno that the cards are black? <laughs> How long have you been waiting to make that joke? About two minutes. So proud of yourself, to aren't honest, you? To be, on, to be honest, whenever um, when we first started talking about Matt Hardy, I was like, I need to make this joke, but to have sound really, really forced, and I do it now. Can you believe Christopher Daniels is? Is he? Is he nearly fifty now? I will double check. Thank you. I'm just going to take my hoodie off, so. Oh my, Robert. Christopher Daniels. He is 49. Say again, sorry? He turns 50, he turns 50 later this month. Oh, honestly, he's in remarkable... That is a fucking... Yeah, yeah he doesn't look a day over... He doesn't look a day over, 50, um, over 40. That is tremendous elevation from Stu Grayson, as Excalibur said. Launched himself across the ring. Let's be honest. Um, Dark Order have to win this after make, being made to look like idiots at um, uh, Revolution. They won at Revolution. Yeah, but we were still made to look like idiots. They got beaten up by Kelt fucking Cabana. <laughs> yeah, they did. True. Where do you see Lance Archer fitting in then? Do you think he's going to be a standalone monster? Do you think he's going to be part of the Dark Order storyline? Do we have a stand? I'm trying to think if we have a standalone monster. Like the only monster I can think who's had a proper singles match recently is like Madlow. Is that his name? MDS guy. Wardlow. Wardlow. Did you just say Manolow? (laughs) Madlow. Yeah. Um, Barry Manolow. I wondered what I was getting. Can you imagine him strolling down to the ring to the feature? Sexual chocolate. To be fair, Wardlow looks like someone who. Sorry, I'm still laughing at Barry Manilow in that cage match. Oh, that was some good shit. That was really good tag team wrestling. That was some most shitty machine guns, level bollocks. It was actually, yeah. So you've got John Silver. Who's re- the other? I... Who's the other one? Hang on. 
I swear to God, if Exalted One's been announced and me looking this up on Cage Match gets me. Can you imagine? Dark Order Cage Match. I'm not going to lie, this is... Does a... Dark Order a sell... Is Dark Order a sex cult? Um... I mean, nothing, nothing about their demeanor, nothing about their, nothing about them at all says that. The gimp masks. Is that okay? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, Alex what... Reynolds. Alex Reynolds, that's the other one. This is a far better match than their pre-show one at Revolution. Oh yeah, they're actually moving. <laughs> really good. Because I think. Kaz is proper amazing. Who's Carter? The thing is, he's next. Uh, say that again? Who? Carter? Kaz. Oh, Kaz. Well, they said Carter. I was like, who the fuck is Carter he's, now? He's proper amazing, but the problem is, Scorpio Sky got a push recently, and Christopher Daniels is Christopher Daniels, and no one remembers how good Kaz was back in the day, and still is. His tan is like, fantastic. Like, his tan could be better, but it's not as bad as MGFs. Oh, God, MJFs. It's bad. You know. That is how bad Cody's tattoo was. Nobody, yeah, tan. nobody spoke about MJF's tan. <laughs> That's how bad Cody's tattoo was. Oh, Evil Uno! Oh, he's on his own. SCU. This is the worst town we've ever been in. What do you think of um, red and white as the color scheme? I don't have... Oh, fucking hell. Stu Grayson absolutely launched himself for the Bucky yeah, Motsy then. Disgusting. Jesus, he missed the post Listen. entirely. He really did. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. I genuinely thought... <laughs> I thought he caught his feet then. That was scary. Oh, cut it. Did he hit... Did One, he see Gas the cutter the other day? <sighs> What, that everyone uses it as a transitional move now? Yeah. Isn't it? He has a fucking big boot from Evil Uno. Um, he has this same issue with the DDT, though. And to be fair, I do... I, I the DDT, think... I kind of agree, but like with the cutter, that, like, I think that lends itself more as a tra- uh, the way people do it. Like, you need to do it either like DDP or Orton to have it be a convincing finish. And even then, it's hardly a convincing finish. <laughs> hardly a convincing finish. I fucking hate that elbow from Bo- from Cole Cabana. Fuck it. Wow. <laughs> I keep forgetting you can do that. Um, I keep forgetting he can do it, and I keep forgetting how bloody charismatic the bloke is. Oh, he's fucking amazing. That tag team between him and Tori Yana, I really hope that he is still part of New Japan, because that tag team between it's him and Yana is great. Tag team. It's perfect for Yana. I just love my favorite part of that tag team is last year during the MSG show when um, him and when Yano came out and said, Ooh. No, you take my spot. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. One, two, three. That Superman pin is the oh, worst. That Superman. You're not going to beat something. That was, uh, like, that's a bad move, in my opinion. Something big needs to happen for that to make sense. I mean, to be fair, mate. Like, Oh, 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 shit. Uva Luna's really not happy. Oh. oh, fucking hell. Jesus, this was not how it's supposed to go. 
The Exalted One is going to be furious. Are you just going to repeat every word he says? I'm just... I genuinely didn't know if we were just picking it up through, like, the ring mics. Say everything twice. Say everything twice. Okay, who has the worst theme song? Glooch Brothers or SEU? Um, Lucha Brothers. And the reason I say that is because there's nothing quotable in the Lucha. The Lucha Brothers is generic as fuck, whereas, like... It's, it's, it's four lines. Yeah, the SCU one, you've got a... That, just that bit at the start makes it better. Oh. Yeah. One fall! <laughs> the pop for Omega was absolutely incredible during this. You know what? I've, both title belts have grown on me. I used to hate them. Oh, no, they're, they're fit title belts, they are. They're not the best tag belts in wrestling, though, in terms of aesthetic. This match was absolutely incredible. Brian Alvarez. Brian Alvarez making it on to the big time. It, it was a really good match, wasn't it? It was. A, I know, it was a great match. Stupendous tag match with all the ingredients, huge moves, high stakes, great story in the match. Wade Keller. In my head, I keep trying to guess which wrestling critic said it before. Chicken wing! Chicken wing! But I liked the callbacks to Marty and how, like, Hangman feels that he's been treated the same way as Marty. I did really appreciate that. Because he did, like, the uh, the super kick just kidding to the leg. A breathtaking portrayal of athleticism and a vision of pro wrestling. I also appreciated the um, kick out of the uh, golden trigger. Oh, I've never hated two people more. Maybe the best. Wait, what? What tag team match comes to my matches comes to mind that you prefer to this? Um, in recent memory, and I'm yeah, why not? I probably am being a marble. Recent memory, this is this is the standout. Um, for me personally, um, looking slightly further back, memory, I prefer um the Golden Lovers Bucks match. I mean, personally, that the Revolution one had more storyline. Um, in my in my opinion, I felt like it had more story going forward. It I was guess, a longer like, build. I, I think it was more of a shock to the system because it's when the Young Bucks actually started. Oh, it's Brett so. fucking Baker. I've seen she's been doing this. Just yes, he worked in Starbucks once. Leave the man alone. They've spelt his name wrong. <laughs> Excalibur and JR are just like, what the fuck is this, bollocks? I'm just, to be honest, I'm mostly just happy that they're not having Baker wrestle because she's the pit. She is dreadful. She's oh. be- she's far better okay, as a I've... heel. Yeah. Listen, I've never, I don't think I've seen Swell wrestle before, but she just sort of came out when Chris Outlander um, challenged... Um, Nyla Rose, and it's sort of like, okay, this was set up in number one contenders match. It didn't. No, well, I thought it probably should have done. And to be perfectly honest, if you're building, uh, Lever Bates didn't get an entrance. <laughs> um, well, she looks... doesn't allow me. She doesn't allow music in her library. That is true. So I think we can safely assume that uh, Lever Bates isn't winning, though she is dancing to Big oh, Swall's music. <laughs> 
Uh, she's that first, it's the first time she's ever heard music. She's dedicated her life to books. So look at the guy's buff in the front row. Is this a? Uh, is her gear Storm from X Men? Um, honestly, I haven't read enough X Men. Actually, I have an X Men comic right here. I... If you look at, yeah, I think it is Storm from X Men. Oh, don't do the book thing. Don't do the book thing. Oh, fucking hate this gimmick. You're better than this, Blue Pants. I remember hearing rumblings around the time of Blue Pants that um, Blue Pants was secretly an amazing wrestler. Backstabber! I've yet to see that. Uh, Swole, wife of Cedric Alexander, by the way. Oh really? Yes, they have a ch- they have a child together, which I think. Oh, do they? Yes, they do. For more, for more, you know, that was a that was just Nyla Rose's. Bo- oh um, fucking hell! Power. No, I wasn't. I was Ripley. I'm getting my two. I get. I'm getting my monsters mixed up. <laughs> what do you think of Swole? I've I've never seen her before. So Carter. But since you, po- but since you pointed out, um, Cedric Alexander. Um, I'm seeing, like, in terms of how she wrestles, is that... Oof! Dirty dancing! I like that. Now I... Stop it. Uh... Stop it. You're better than that. (laughs) That is a fucking sick finish, that. That is a good finish, but, like, it looks like one of those ones where you need a lot to make it look good. I tell you what... Well... (sighs) Who do you ha- oh don't dance? Fucking I'm not I'm not enjoying her entrance and gimmick, but I like her I like the move she did. I don't know anything else about her because I just saw her in a two second match. So Yeah, she looked alright there. I think that could be the best thing for Swole. What, like Goldberg matches? Yeah. I just I don't know. Looking at Nyla Rose, you've got it at the moment on your strongest woman. Who are you going yeah. to? Who are you going to have beat? Realistically, beat Nyla Rose. That's a good point. Like the only person I can possibly see is Rio or Shida because they picked up wins over Rose. I can see it. Shida. I can see Shida winning. I can't see them giving it back to Rio because they did get quite no. a lot of backlash because of Rio, didn't they? Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, very quick. I love how Cody has an entourage. I think I wish more people had an entourage. When are they going for that real? If they're going for like a real fight feel, they need to have more people have a entourage. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I have a couple of questions about this match because it wasn't terrible. Uh-huh. Um, I give it an eight out of ten. Where did when did MJF get busted open? Um, um, disaster kick, and I think we're trying to play it off the toenail dug into him. Right, and also, would you ever put anyone's foot in your mouth, even to win a match? Cassis said, oh, no, did it. We didn't question it then. That's true. I mean, you would... Oh, please tell me Downstate aren't going to be playing him down to the ring because they were fucking awful. Is How... that the worst playing down to the ring? No, the DX band. Yeah, but that worked. That I mean, how can you sound like a shit cover band playing your own songs? Point to Liam Gallagher. Nah. <laughs> Right, he doesn't need to do this shit every time, okay? 
it's still fucking badass. I, I know you don't, no, but like, fucking hell. I, I, I really like Cody in AEW, but his, like the only reason I'm remotely a bit iffy about it is because of how because he owns the company. If he didn't own the company, I wouldn't be as because like. I'm into lot loads of places where like someone's a million miles above everyone. Like I like New Japan and all Japan. Their aces are booked so far, but that's how you should book an ace. But when your ace is the guy who owns the company, I find it just a bit weird. Like I get strong Triple H vibes of Cody right now. I don't think Cody is seen as the ace at all. He's seen more as I, a he's like seen he's... more as a gatekeeper, isn't he? He's not. I don't think that he's an ace. If he's an like ace, he would have beaten Jericho. He'd have beaten. Well, he did he beat Sean Spears. He normally has he normally has like the longest match on the card. His cat his matches usually have the most build up. Nah, I think I think I think Omega's got to be here. Yeah, the longest ent- he has long elaborate entrances. Yeah, but Triple H was There's never the ace tattoo. of the company, was he? That no, tattoo like, he is fucking the most prominent thing. It's not even coloured in properly. Like the white's just his skin. Yeah, that's the worst thing about it. Like, honestly, I think it just needs recolouring. I just think it needs burning. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Need to have a massive burn on his neck. Which would be better looking than that fucking tattoo. <laughs> Tell you what, you should have a death match with Moxley. And... Can we just, um, can we appreciate, and I know this might sound really weird, just how fucking dapper this bloke is. Yeah, but like Bethos, whoever Triple H fives are coming, there's also the suits. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be wearing Vince um, McMahon suits that don't fit. <laughs> right. I thought it looks like. Why hasn't he taken his coat off? Oh, uh, this will be this will be where we tell if we are actually in commercial break. Yeah. I couldn't have timed no, that any better if I tried. Did. Didn't have to. How's everybody doing tonight? He's fucking. The one thing I do miss is like when I watch AEW, when I pirate AEW shows, um, I do get a glimpse into um, American advertising and just how much food they get advertised. Yeah, I know. Are they? Is he advertising all the camera? Is he just bringing out all the cameramen? <laughs> no, just Jamie. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but no one else by name. Just Jamie. We love Jamie. Fuck you, subordinates. Hi, Bert. Oh my god, his job is literally just to leaf blow confetti away. That's amazing. I want, job just to... I want his job. I just want to go around the, com- the world of AEW leaf blowing. Doc Sampson. I hate the people in the front row of AW shows because they always look like right wankers. Hello to anyone who was in the front row of the show. No, but look at that kind of fucking Randy Savage get up. Not the guy in this yeah. hoodie. Like, Fuck you for having fun. Just <laughs> having fun and being a mark, bro. Cody's being cheered now for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Just because he's Cody. Uh, 
Dusty, dusty, dusty. Oh my. By the way, do you ever look at Twitter and think AEW must be paying people? Like, have you seen that one girl? I forget her name. But um, all she ever does is praise AEW the whole time. Like, all she seems to do on Twitter. And then, like, a week, a day removed from the Hangman Omega match, she was like, I can't believe people didn't like it. I'm like, shit, people didn't like a match. Leave them alone. <laughs> Genuine look. Fucking hell. There is some fucking noise in that crowd. There absolutely is. <laughs> there, small arena. There absolutely is. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Not to lose to MJF. He still has that scar from... Um... The Cody match. The, sorry, the Jericho match. The Jericho match, yeah. Fucking hell, he'll have that for the rest of his life. That was atrocious, that bump. Jesus. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I mean, I'm not being funny, Cody. And t- financially, I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah, look at how you're dressed. You don't look like you're short of money. Now, we already know who's going to come out, which is a bit of a shame. But in- do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think? MG- <laughs> inviting MJF out. Is he, de- is he going to steal his fucking lunch money or something? Well, doesn't matter because it's not going to be him. Listen to that noise. Yeah, this is a pretty good facsimile of his debriefing. Listen to that. Jesus. Do you know what? For someone who went through as much shit as he went through, who's basically on the brink, it's so good to see him not only, like, alive and well, but also, you know, in the ring and stuff. It's fucking great. Yeah, like, do you remember when he turned up on Raw in, like, 2005 against Randy Orton and he looked proper, proper rough? He's, unfortunately, he's looked, he's looked rough the, probably the last couple of times I've seen him. Yeah, um, he, he looks, he's looking, like, all right. Like, he just looks like an old man now, which he is. So. Which he is, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he looks... He looks like a dodgy chuckle brother. <laughs> what a fucking legend. Right. He used to be a slim lad, though, didn't he? He, did, he was never slim. He was never, like, ridiculously lean or anything. Though there like is a Cody. story. There is a story about that, which I'll, uh, I'll tell you after this promo in a minute. Oh, he sounds just like he did! That voice. Oh! <laughs> did he just hit your mic stand? <laughs> oh, he's so fucking good. He's so cool. 
if Jake Roberts isn't in your top 10 promos, you don't get wrestling. No, exactly. here to slay him oh my god i'm so excited i knew this was happening and i'm still excited a client yeah there's archer that's definitely archer do you reckon what's archer of a phoenix rising from the ashes I don't know. Maybe Eddie Guerrero came back from the dead. Oh, mate. <laughs> You're fucking right you did, Jake. That's a long journey. Do you, remember when he tur- do you remember when he turned up in Raw and put the snake on Ambrose? Yes, I do. And Ambrose loved it. And then, um, no, and Ambrose could, you can see Ambrose smiling. <laughs> Hang on. Kinky. Oh my. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> oh my god. Promo battles between Arn and Jake. Jake, uh, Jake Roberts is the only person I can see kicking Arn Anderson's ass. It's like the fact neither of them can move. Oh. I love the fact he keeps referring to him as Caesar. That's amazing. Never turn your back on someone you respect or you're afraid of. Oh, that is class. Just cut away from that. So, okay. Oh my god. Is that, is that promo of the year? Oh my god. That was incredible. So, do we think then it's Arch? It's got to be Arch or Brody Lee, hasn't it? It's got to be someone dark and it's got to be someone good. I'm rec- I'm still recovering from that. I am. I I don't really know what to say at the moment. That was that's that's proof that a promo can be as impactful as a match. And honestly, oh my god, what what a promo! So what was about Jacob? What was about Jake the Snake story you had? Oh, so um, apparently he I can't remember if it was on Jericho's podcast. It was on some manner of podcast, and um, he said that he'd come back from an injury. And uh, he he was getting into the gym and he was lifting heavier than he ever lifted and he was in the best shape he'd ever been in. He was muscly. He was in all sorts of great of great shape. And he went to go and see Vince. And apparently, Vince was like, "Oh my God, what have you done?" And 
you know, Jake's like, I'm, I'm in shape. I'm getting in shape. I'm, I feel amazing. I can lift heavier. My must look at, look at me. And Vince went absolutely ballistic at him and said, no, you're the guy that handles a snake. We don't want some kind of muscly guy carrying the snake. If we wanted that, we'd have given the snake to Hulk fucking Hogan. We want you to be the sleazy, horrible guy that carries the snake and gets beaten by the face. And Jake sort of just stood there and Vince said, in fact, if I find out that you have been in the gym, I'm going to fine you a thousand pounds every time. That's disgusting, well. I'm, I'm sure it was why on is a that podcast. Guy not, hang on, why the fuck has that guy not got his... Why has that guy not got his shirt on? <laughs> Put your shirt on. That is a good question because that is altogether <laughs> and, and, and too much skin. <laughs> that was. Put that... your shirt, shirt on and shave your sideburns. <laughs> Specifically in that order, please. <laughs> Actually, if you're shaving, you should probably shave first. But also, please, for the love of God, put a shirt on. <laughs> put a fucking shirt on. Oh, so I explained Orange Cassidy to someone, to my friend, Jen. And she was like, this is the best thing in the world. Why have you never told me about him before? Do you think that, in all seriousness, Orange Cassidy was the biggest face coming out of this? Well, out of Revolution. Out uh, of Revolution, yeah. Yeah, because all the other faces lost. What the fuck is that shirt? Is that Rihanna? I don't know. I like that someone was just holding up a sign that said Orange Cassidy oh, sign. Right. In, I just realised we're in commercial break. That's why it's happening. Ah. Chucky T in a singles match. I'm not sure I'm excited for this, Chris. I've seen enough PWG to know he's good, but also I, I also don't care. So, Beretta <laughs> left... Bit... Go on. Very quick, um... So Chuck Taylor once got beat by Ricochet for the PWG title, right as Ricochet was meant to have signed. And he would he just got on the mic straight after match and went, You got signed, you're not meant to win. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um just so Beretta left New Japan or refused to sign a new deal in New Japan because basically I assume because he wanted more of a push. Can you honestly say that he is getting a better push here? He's in an overact, but also I think he might be the least over of the three of them. It's because he has no charisma whatsoever. He's just a man who's got no, a very exactly. good body. And I, I mean that in the nicest one, way. I can think of one Beretta match I can remember. I can remember one Beretta match I can remember. What? <laughs> no, I, I, I can remember one Beretta singles match. Is that the Juice Robinson match? Oh no, Omega. Yeah. Do you think Pac will ever be world champion? I mean, they've had him go toe-to-toe with Omega, so they're clearly putting him in that position, whether or not he'll be champion. To be fair, he had a match with Moxley that was pretty high, didn't he? Yeah. The thing is, Ah. Pac is not an ugly man, but he's he's done a great job of making himself look ugly. Yes, he has. So neither Hangman Page or Omega are cleared, apparently, according to what JR's just said. Yeah, no. That's one thing I've seen, is Omega's also not cleared for next week. No, and um, there's stuff 
emerging about next week, which we'll go into at the end of the podcast. I just realised how close Chucky e. T's tights are to... Um, do you remember the American Wolves? American Males? Like Eddie Ed... Wolves. Oh, Eddie I thought you said American Males. American Males, American Males, American Males, American oh, Males. Right, you can stop now. American Males, American this Males. This is just Rob reading off his um, browser history. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty academic of a pack, isn't it? Oh, God, yes. What would Chucky e. T gain from this? A big win of a pack. Oh, yeah, to put him in good stead for that singles championship chance. AEW's mid card is too classic because ha- no one had. If you're 10 7 mid card, there's nowhere for you to be in a direction. I'd be interested to see what would happen to the mid card if AEW introduces another championship. Because I've seen so many places that, oh, new, um, they should introduce trios belts. No, they shouldn't. Not at all. That's a like, terrible a- idea. A- like, honestly, you can either have a trios belt or a tag belt. You shouldn't have both. No, exactly. New like, Japan is living belts. proof of that. Yeah. Um, like, you look, even look at Lucha Underground. They knew what belts they had. Every belt had a clear concept. Like, if you're going to have a belt, you need to have a clear concept and for what it's going to be. Like, look at the North American belt. Who the fuck cares about that? Like, honestly, it's just a reason for Keith Lee and Dijak to have a match. Fuck's sake, Chucky. The fuck happened then? Ch- Taylor didn't flip over. <laughs> you had one job, Taylor. <laughs> oh, shit. What did you rate the pack, um, Orange Cassidy, match? Eight. Loved it. Absolutely loved I it. So- I was so close to giving it a nine. I'm not even joking. Such a good match. It was so good. Fuck people who don't like Orange. Like, have you seen the Orange Cassidy match where he um, got put to sleep? Yes, I have seen that. That's who's tinted. That's gentle. Uh, is it gentleman? Gentleman something. Yeah, with the the mask on the, the orange mask, the yellow mask. Yeah. yeah, and he like rocks him to sleep, and he kicks out by rolling over and sucking his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. By the way, um. This actually, but you, you want to know one of my current wrestling obsessions? Go on. Um, Nick Cage tweets. Go on. I'm intrigued. Because he's imagine New Jack if New Jack wasn't um, um as big a cunt. <laughs> like imagine if New Jack and Becky Lynch had a baby, and that like Nick Cage is unstable, but seems to channel most of it onto Twitter. <laughs> That sounds like just the worst. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> someone drew Nick Cage's squirtle, and he was like, what the fuck is this, an alien? This is some weird shit, guys, MDK. <laughs> and then someone, people were like, hey, squirtle, the Pokemon. It's like, that's some weak-ass shit. You guys having Pokemon cards? <laughs> MDK. <laughs> um... There was, um, GC, there was a GCW show about Orange Cassidy, and it had like he made him look like an orange, and he retweeted it and said, "WTF? It looks like an orange." <laughs> <laughs> I 
what, what was the, what's the funny one? Um, oh, there's one where he's talking about Cody. It's like, I saw Cody. He looks like someone I'd beat up and take his wallet. And the look, he looks like someone who's judging me. But I might just be overthinking it. He might be a nice dude, MDK. <laughs> By the way, MDK stands for murder, death, kill. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it does put a bit of a slant on it. Bit of a dark turn on it, yeah. Yeah, who's the fucking cunt drinking Bud Light? Fuck off. Nothing wrong with Bud Light, mate. But it's one of the worst beers. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not a great beer, but it's not one of the worst. I wouldn't even say it's a good beer. <laughs> I would take Little Home Brand over Bud Light. Are we going to have Pac versus Tramboretta now? God, I hope not. Just Please Pac running Pac through them all. I do like how Pac gets in the ring. He's just fucking great. He really is. Like, I'm... I do... It's weird, though, because, like... He's also a great babyface, that's the thing. Like, how good he is as a heel is like was like to me complete as someone who didn't see his stuff on the indies before WWE was completely unexpected. Nah, to me to me he's gotta be a heel. His entire persona. Yeah, but no, but like when you think back to when he was Neville. Like when he first started like in NXT, when he was Adrian Neville. Neville Neville Right, stopping now, Mr. Fucking. I read Harry Potter one time. <laughs> Neville's not an imposing name at all. No, it's really not. Neither's Adrian. Name one imposing Adrian. Um, Adrian Adonis. He wasn't imposing. He was. Am I getting my Adrian? He was a big. Like mixed up with Adrian Street. He was a bit. He was a big guy. He was quite big. Oof. I mean, this is going to sound weird. Does Pac has the best silver? Um, like the only, like the only one I can think about I like better is the original Tiger Mask, but that's because he jumps. And because it's Masawa. Oh no, it's not Masawa. No, is it Tiger Mask Two? Is Masawa? I thought he would just be in a Masawa mark. <laughs> I prefer, I'm I'm more of a Kabashi fan. Ah, intriguing. Mostly because Burning Hammer. <laughs> Burning Hammer. Yeah. Fucking, how did we get to Peter Gabriel? Yeah, there's always room for Peter Gabriel on these podcasts, Chris. Always. <laughs> I wish he'd have just stopped it. There's always room for Peter Gabriel. Then left it up to everyone's imagination. Where's Peter Gabriel? There's always room for Peter Gabriel. To be fair, Salisbury Hill is my dad's favourite song. So. Really? Nice little fact for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie, know, this I isn't think... the most interesting of matches. Oh, it's almost like it has Chuck Taylor in it. <laughs> Chuck Taylor needs to be like in a main event to... <laughs> before he tries. Nice arm drag, though. Yeah. Still not as bad as... Uh, Lariata! As as... Lariata! <laughs> <laughs> Full-time, semi-full-time. What? What are you on about, JR? Go home, JR. You're drunk. Doesn't wrestle. I take it, I take it Pac just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs>
That's great. Chucky T tries to do really cool moves, but he does them really badly. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, the hug. <laughs> That's amazing. I like that. I I do love the hug. That's the thing, like, Chuck Taylor has good charisma and Trent Beretta can do the work. Yeah, Trent Beretta is a good worker, to be honest. He's a really good worker. I'm intrigued to know, because every other... Activision guy. Every other promotion is doing something over WrestleMania week or WrestleMania weekend. AEW haven't announced anything, have they? Like, at all. I think they're trying to stay away. I think they're trying trying to stay away from WWE. Which is fair enough. If they're they're selling arenas anyway, there's no real point in, like, going there. Especially since, like, a lot of your core fan base might be more interested than, say... A mania. I was about to say the Yeah, well... Or a takeover. Like, a lot of AW fans will also be massive into takeover. Yeah. They're doing a... um... Number one contendership for the women's championship, aren't they? Ladder match. Yeah, Springboard I don't know what's happening. I, I, basically, all I know from NXT is um, I saw TakeOver and then like, I've completely dropped out. I just know what I've seen on Twitter. Uh, I know there's a ladder match for the number one contendership for the women's championship and Chelsea Green. Oh! Jesus! Green, Chelsea Green is currently the only competitor confirmed. Oh fucking hell! I thought I thought Chucky T that was gonna get the victory. I was like, no, surely it's not. So, it's been so long since I've seen her wrestle that I literally can't remember if she's good or not. The hot mess, Laurel Von Ness. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Chucky T. Brutalizer. Lovely. Love it. Okay. Love it. Great submission. That's that is absolutely brilliant. Smooth, simple, piss easy. Love it. Very quickly, do you think how Pat conducted himself while he was Dragon Gate champion hindered the hype he had? Where In... he was having like all these, like he was having all these like dream matches, like Zack Sabre Junior., Speedball Mike Bailey, Will Ospreay, and we all had fucky finishes because he refused to lose while he was champion. Yeah. Um, I think it sort of played into his character of being a dickhead, but. I don't know. I still think it hurt. hurt. Like, I don't think it's half the joy he wants. Hmm. Oh. Beretta looks like he was his older brother. Pac's older brother. Oh, oh Orange Cassidy. Oh, the shirt's hey, coming fucking off. Fucking hell. It's about to break down. I... Oh, Lucha Brothers are back. The Lucha Brothers need some ma- they need some manner of storyline. Fucking hell. Probably with the Lucha Brothers, you can get like rules in their matches because they kind of just do what they want. Yeah, they- like the like every match of theirs seems to be Lucha rules. Oh, oh, where did he get that flag? Okay, Mister Park. Is this how you address your students? What? It sounds. It sounds much Is this a faction? It must be. I am completely okay with this. 
I am completely fine to... with this. I have to say that this name sounds much cooler in Spanish than it does in English. Oh, God, yeah. I think Mosling sounds better in a foreign language to us, because we don't know what they're saying. It's just a bunch of cool syllables put together. Like, I've no clue what Donna Del Mondo <laughs> Hang on. For, Is Pentagon for it. biting <laughs> Orange Cassidy's <Aww>. ear? <laughs> he looks like a shark. Well, I think... As, as, I'm pretty sure the ear is like the top five places I wouldn't want to bite. True. Um. <laughs> Join you where? So. I forgot he was in. I forgot he was in AW. To be honest. Oh, what a waste of Tully Blanchard. Yes, you did. Hang on. Are they just uh, opening it up to random people? Can we join? I'm, I'm, I'm more than sure we'll get Garvin because he, he's, he, he's, he's won, he's been Finn Balor by forfeit, so. That is true. That is true. By count out. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't turn up, did he? Wow, oh, Brandy Rhodes. Fuck off. I guess we need to get her on the fucking show somehow. Why, though? Because she's Stephanie McMahon. Is this really the best use of Dustin Rhodes? My question is, why has Dustin Rhodes had to paint himself up? (laughs) Because he's going out afterwards. He wants to look pretty. Why is there already apples by ringside? What are they going to do with those apples? Why is QT Marshall's thing apples? What? What's your? If he wanted an apple, if he wanted an apple guy, they should have brought in Carlito. I love the fact that they think, well, Orange Cassidy got over. Maybe we should make him Apple Marshall. Do you think there's a role for Brandy somewhere? Yes, behind the scenes or as a manager, like a great manager because... with an actual actual storyline. Not just, we're going to cut people's tried, hair they, for no reason. That's the thing, I think we tried to do that, but then they had no direction. Oh god, she's got a promo. Hey, Denver. Does anybody want going to be the apples. She's going to throw apples into the crowd. Oh, it's an apple joke. Apple humour. You cannot get... You've brought Dustin Rhodes out in full paint to throw I'm not... apples. I'm not being funny. I want a red one more than I'd want a green one. I'm not a fan of green apples. Love a red apple, though. Though, to be fair, that is quite you... cool. If you actually got one, they were all signed. That is quite cool. What is... What's your favourite kind of apple? <laughs> Is that where the podcast is going, dude? We're I mean, like, uh, we're struggling for content because we've got apples. That no, is like, a terrible arm, Brandy. Talk about like I know nothing about QT Marshall other than apparently he likes apples. Dustin Rose is there. He sexually assaulted a woman the week before this. Who? What? Oh yes. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> that wasn't in the new. Oh, we're talking about Hager's wife. I got it. 
I've even forgot. Who um, is QT Ryan. Marshall taking on? I've completely forgotten. I think hey, Hager. I think that's why... I think that's why um, the other roads are out here. Wow, this is this is this really is just them throwing some apples. Why are oh, you right, wearing bunny ears? Right. No. I think he's a fan of the butcher, the blade, and the bunny. Not on this show, though. I'm not being funny. Butcher and the blade, like they're a great tag team, and I get why Ali's with them because she's married to one of them. She's married to the blade. Um, ah, cool. Um, there's so many jokes to be made there. Um, <laughs> is there? But why the, but why the bunny? Like, like butcher and blade, like they go hand in hand. <laughs> she had, what? she had some. She's always been called the bunny uh, in Impact. In Impact, yeah. But like, also come up with something different. <laughs> I don't know what else. What would go along the meat? Butcher the blade and the meat. <laughs> No, you are not allowed to call her Butcher the Blade and the Meat. <laughs> the meat. That's awful. Right, well, fine, we'll specify the meat, the venison. Butcher the Blade and the Meat Hook. And the lamb. The, the, the lamb would work. The lamb would work. There's a lot of symbolism behind the lamb. The cleaver. We're just naming, we're just naming butcher implements now. The sharpener. The sharpener? What? It's a pencil case. Like the thing that, that is a cleaver, isn't it? But never mind. Um, the knife sharpener. Yeah, the <laughs> butcher of a blade and the blade sharpener. <laughs> That's a bit disgusting when you think about it for a few seconds. Oh god! Okay, remember when Jake Hager first left um, WWE and he was looking quite rough? I'm glad he turned it around. I'm glad he's turned it around. When, when, they pushed him too hard. Culture. They pushed him too hard too early, didn't they? Yeah, and then when we tried to push him again, um, it they stuck. That real American thing got over, but we never fully got behind it. That's big. No, that didn't, remember, no, that I didn't remember, get over. We the people got over. Yeah, which, as Jericho has on, said, was a stupid idea from bad creative. Thing is, this, I remember being excited about the SmackDown main event scene at the time because like Raw was getting stale, but I was like, oh, Swagger, Del Rio. Ziggler at the time because I hadn't watched any other kind of wrestling <laughs> that was quite interesting no one in their right mind Chris is getting excited over the three the threesome of Swagger, Del Rio was... and Ziggler no this matter is, what year it Ziggler... was this is back when Ziggler was mega over that's fine but Swagger was never ma- massively over and neither I was, was... A of... I was a fan of Swagger because I liked his moves there I loved his gut-wrench powerbomb his gut wrench power bomb is good. I will grant you that. Oh, he's getting the same old shit. Um, Chan, that's a shame. Thing is, if, he, if they're going to have him be like an MMA badass, he should really change up his style because, like, this is just a generic ass, and I'm fine with that. But like, he's meant to be like an MMA badass. I mean, if he's changed also, his like, finishing move, he has now got an MMA finishing move. Yeah, but like in a wrestling context, it looks stupid. That's the thing. We saw this with the um, Sakuraba Suzuki match. It's very hard to um, make MMA moves translate to wrestling and not look fake. I think that was just a universally flawed match, to be perfectly honest. I don't think it was anything to do people with. Se- people seem to love it. No, nah, it was. It was. It was, it was shit. It was. It was boring and it was shit. 
Oh, Vader bomb. Oh, if you think that's. Oh! That's bad, I've set you up for the whip. To be fair, I prefer how Swagger does for Vader bomb. He is slightly more athletic like than Vader, in fairness. Yeah, but like, do you see Jack Swagger doing a. Um, Moon doing a moonsault? I bet he could. Lethal and Jack. Oh. <laughs> Oz Cutter? <laughs> do you know what um, QC Marshall reminds me of? You know Robbie X? Yes. From the UK Indies. He reminds me of him, like, just in terms of look. Oh, really? He reminds me of... No, oh, really? He reminds me of one of the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> oh, my Actually, no, God. That was atrocious. You know the bald guy from Idiot Abroad? Yes, Carl Pilkington. Carl Pilkington, yeah. even. Like, he's in a, he's in a new place. He's like, are you going to try something different? No, I'm just going to have an apple. Leave me alone. <laughs> no swinging DDT for you. Lariato. Lariato! He tried to do the Billy Gunn style, but it didn't, didn't go. Here we go. And there's the finish. They need some... I see what you mean. They need to make it more pizzazzy. They need to add something to it, don't they? Do an anaconda device. Like... Fasten down into an anaconda vice. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Right. Like, big guys can make it work really well. Look at um, Tenzan. Yeah, that is one of the very, very few good things that Tenzan does at the moment. Oh, Cody's down. We Here we go. <laughs> Seems to have recovered from being absolutely eviscerated, yeah. There's one thing I don't like about the Inner Circle, and that's as soon as someone runs in, they suddenly can't be a team. I love the fact that they told Ortiz, right, the last time we did this, we got hit on the head, and we ended up with a big, big, big cut in Cody's head. Do not hit him in the head with the chair. Do not hit him in the head. Do not Sean Spears him. I was like... Oh, Dustin. Oh, Protect oh his brother. God. Matt Jackson? No, Nick Jackson. <laughs> Super kick. Super kick I, I, get, I constantly get them mixed up as well, and I don't get how people can't. What Matt and Nick? For a start, Matt has sideburns. Yeah, yeah but like when we were in motion. Uh, no, they've got a very different mood set. Move set. Right, where is Nick? Why have we only got Matt? Oh, because we the gunbucks are a block less impressive when it's only one of them. Like, to be fair, the same thing happened happened when um, they went into Super Genius. Are we going to have someone come in to save the Rhodes or the Elite? Even though Dustin Rhodes isn't in the Elite. <laughs> Jake, oh, Someone's on. coming out. I just saw some... Oh, yes! Oh, he's drunk. <laughs> drunk Hangman. I love Drunk Hangman. I, I, I Whoops there. there since long hair and a beard. <laughs> Um, this gimmick hits too close to home. <laughs> I love this gimmick. It's great. I'm fine with it mostly because it's not playing off an actual real life alcohol problem. Yeah. What do you think that is? Because there's a lemon in it. <laughs> Put the beer down. <laughs> Don't spill the beer. Oh, he's trying the very. <laughs> he's being very careful with that beer. <laughs> <laughs> love it 
Go get him, cowboy. Oh, no. Oh. Here we go. Buckshot Lariat! Oh, he landed on the chair. Listen to that pop. That's that's ridiculous. Remember when he got no reaction at all out? Down it, Thrasher. Hang on. <laughs> What's going to happen here? And he came right on a <laughs> Love that. Saved your ass. Fuck off, Matt. Stone Cold Hangman page. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely class. He's probably the most conventionally handsome member of the elite. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. I think he's he's a devilishly attractive young man, isn't he? I, I mean, you'd be... And also, he's a teacher, so like you'd have something to talk about. Hangman Page is a teacher? Yeah, he was a teacher. I mean, he was a teacher. <laughs> he's just stolen everyone's beer. <laughs> He's not stolen. People gave him it. And to be fair, I don't, I don't, I don't trust the people who have the money to give this man beer because, like, arena beer costs a lot. And it's not the greatest either because it is always warm. Always, it's always warm. Do you have an arena in Stoke? Do we fuck? We only borderline have running water. <laughs> mate, I yeah, think, I think fair, you, mate, new... you've got ideas of grandeur about Stoke. It is wank, mate. I mean, you're, you're, I'm, I'm in a town that has one thing on just eat. <laughs> You've got time with more more post offices than you have items on Just Eat. But how many items do you have on Just Eat? Uh, uh, a lot. More, yeah, exactly. We have one. Yeah, but you also what would it be? What, what would it be tonight? The Indian? Yeah, because we have no fucking other choice. I mean, I will just point out again, mate. You have. You don't have to live in Stoke. That that's no, but I live in Dumbava. That's almost as bad because there's nothing. That's not true. You've got a post office or two, and a big co-op, <laughs> and an Asda, and an Asda. See what well, I don't actually. I... We, actually, we have a twenty-four hour McDonald's. It's the only twenty-four hour thing we have. <laughs> Party never stops. <laughs> I say that we Simon, uh, give me not. Several times, they have run out of beef. In McDonald's? Yeah, to be fair, after TakeOver, I went out in... Um, I went out for, to get my tea in Blackpool. And like we had McDonald's the night before, and like at 9pm, it's not on a Sunday night, but it's not a ton of options, so I went to KFC. <laughs> and they ran out of chicken. You're joking. Like, so many people... Yeah, quickly, so many people just obviously trying to get on YouTube shows. Yeah, I know. So hang on, what it's... did you end up having for your tea? I had to go to McDonald's again, but there was nothing else open. You had to get McDonald's again. Like, there wasn't even like, because uh, it's um, Sunday trade laws or whatever that you have down in England. Oh, yeah. We don't have them up here. <laughs> but on the flip side, um, we can't buy um beer after 10 p.m. Scotland Scotland can't that seems completely against everything the Scottish people think believe in. Yeah. Yeah, but it was an up, it was an uproar. 
Uh, oh, that looked so gnarly. There was so much in this I match still... that was disappointing, Chris. It's funny, though, because I was mashing the game while you were watching it, and I was like, if Arisa if ever retires, Chris Dattland is my next women's champion in my five pro league. It's depressing. See, I asked this earlier, JR. Who is going to beat Nyla Rose? Candy Floss. Oh. Salt Lake City. Cody versus Ortiz. That's a random matchup. Um, but to be fair, they're building an in a seem to be building an another wait, no, who is this fighting? Oh yeah, and then the circle versus elite thing, so that makes sense. It wouldn't surprise me if we get the inner circle versus Oh my god. Blood and Guts rules announcement. I don't mean funny. So, like, Bill and Guts seem... We said two cages, so it's effectively their version of War Games. I think that's exactly what it is. I feel, I feel that that needs to be something. And then Jurassic Express something. versus MJF, the Butcher and the Blade next week. Fucking hell, there's a lot of people on that, that side. Be, that needs to be something where there's a feud before the match is announced. Yeah. Oh. Turn MJF up, we can't hear him. There we go. <laughs> Protege to Protege. Oh, that's good. Wardlow. Is I enormous. Can't decide whether or not he's a, I can't decide if he's attractive or not. Okay. It's one of those people where like, the lighting helps him a lot. I like how we say professional wrestling and not just AEW. Yeah. It's a small thing, but like I like how we acknowledge this. It, this is a league and they've chosen to fight in this league. Hmm. <laughs> I can see Wardlow having like a Batista run. Yeah. Like he calls Ob Diesel is also in that. Marco stunted growth, <laughs> jungle jabroni, or lucha boring. MGS probably been working like a lot of these guys for years. Yeah. Actually, you know what this reminds me Hang of? On. You watch Top Gear. Hang on. Oh! <laughs> this t-shirt is obnoxious, distracting, kind of like a neck tattoo. Oh, but what a line. That's the second time Cody's been destroyed on this show. What a line. Um, yes, I do watch Top Gear. Why? Um, you know when Ruben Farrakello, um BBF won record round the track? Yes, and went nuts. 
yeah, he beat he bought everyone in the paddock who'd been on Top Gear. Um, I didn't beat the Stig T-shirt and bought himself, and I beat the Stig T-shirt. Amazing, absolutely class. I miss Rubens Barrichello, who was such a good presence in the paddock. In the paddock, well, yeah, that's what I didn't realize you were an F1 fan. I'm a big F1 fan. Are you? Yeah, I've been watching for like ten years now. Who is your favorite writer? Uh, your favorite racer right now? If you say Lewis Hamilton, right now, you will get a slap. Uh, no, I love I love Ricardo, but problem is in the Renault, he can't really get a um, he can't really show what he can do. In terms of like the 2019 season, um, Leclerc, I'm a big I love Leclerc, but problem is he's not flashy, which is an issue. Like while I like his personality, he doesn't really excite me on track. Um, Verstappen is the opposite where I love his on-track stuff, but off-track, he can fuck off. <laughs> um, sorry, everyone, this has turned into an F1 podcast. Well, um, to be perfectly honest, at the mo- currently, we are yeah, just nothing, nothing happening on screen at all. Anna, Anna, what about you? Who do you like? Um, I'm not a massive F1 fan, if I'm perfectly honest. For fuck's sake. Were you just excited that I watched a different sport? I'm just, yeah, to be perfectly honest. I was like, you watch sport? I can't swan I've mentioned them and I'm a Formula One fan before. I don't think you have. Like ever. That's weird. That's weird. I can't believe I've never brought it up before. But then again, like half the time when the actual racing is happening happening, it's just Hamilton winning all the fucking time, so. Yeah, true. Like honestly, like I do that, I was I, the thing is I used to hate Vettel because he's winning all the time, but now that he's not, I'm sort of like, yeah, go on, Bell. To be fair, he's now less of a cunt. Like, he was a massive cunt when he was in Red Bull. I used to like Rosberg. I I like Rosberg. He's very technical as Rosberg. I used um, to like that Rosberg used to piss Hamilton off. Honestly, yeah, that was a big... Because re- the thing is, I used to love Hamilton, like, when he was with McLaren. Like, McLaren-Hamilton's great, because he, like, had to, like, scrap from behind. McLaren was very rarely the fastest car. Um... But, like, when he's always winning, I just can't stand him. It's, it's sort of like, it's like Cody, but, but regrettable neck tattoo. <laughs> that was such a bird from MJF. That was great. Oh, my God. Like, how how many times is Cody going to be murdered on this show? <laughs> so, I love the fact that we've gone from throwing apples into the crowd to the past to time to just absolutely fucking nothing. We've literally been stuck on the same camera spot. Yeah, it's it's super weird actually, because like when I went to the NXT UK taping, it's sort of the opposite problem. You like nothing ever stopped. To be fair, actually, this is actually about where I was sitting for the NXT UK ta- um, tapings. How were you so high up when no fucker goes? Um, no, but the whole of one side was um, mostly filled. And oh, right. also, um, I couldn't afford us any closer. <laughs> oh, Couldn't you just move when you realised there was no fucking seats? When there was no one there, even? Um, no, because the other side was um, siphoned off and people got moved around. Uh, did they move all the attractive uh, ones? Is is that what happened? No, but, but there was that weirdo who's in the front row of every NXT UK show, who I hate. We are on the main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like I feel like um, 
I do feel like the lack of anything has sort of killed the momentum for the show. <laughs> oh, this will bring it back. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Everything. I like how like his thing just references all his New Japan feuds. Yeah. Like Painmaker, Evil. Actually, there's no Naito ones. It's because he lost him. He he technically didn't beat Naito, did he? Ah, uh, so he just... But, but he didn't beat Okada. Why is he keeping Painmaker? Because he thinks it sounds cool. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. I agree. I think it's ridiculous, but... I'm sorry, when Okada beats you in a fucking promo contest, something's wrong. And sell you out. Darkness. That's Seth Rollins types, aren't they? They are Seth Rollins types, yes, they are. How old is Sammy Guevara? Um, eight and a half. (laughs) He's a. He is. Go on. Like, if we would be in a circle, like, I don't want to be Sammy Guevara, but I'm pretty sure you and Garth would insist that I'm Sammy Guevara. You will be Sammy Guevara 100%. You vlog, and that's what all you youths tend to do. You vlog I everything. Vlog. I don't vlog. You, let's, put, let's face it, if any of, of, of us... Of the three of us, I'm the most likely to start a vlog, yes. Because but Garth doesn't know how only... to vlog. Yes, <laughs> and you're not allowed to vlog your day-to-day because you work in a school. Listen how over Darby Allen is. They've built they've He's built great. this is something that AEW I feel have done very, very well. They have built stars very, very well. Mm-hmm. You've got Yeah, like Dab I've seen people complain um go, well Darby Allen was big and involved, but like that's like being It's a massive b- in Glasgow. Yeah. Know, no one no one cares outside of those few people who go see him. On a national stage, they've made him relevant. Yeah. They've just let him be in, so yeah. like, that's how you do it. I mean you look they've put they've made Darby like, Allen over the But not letting him do as many stupid things either. No, I mean you've got Luchasaurus they've got over, Jungle Boy they've got over, um Orange Cassidy, I know he was already sort of over, but they've done fantastic job building no, stars. A good roster, but it's why I want them to stop signing people so they can focus on people. The problem is, Chris, in their new contract, they are having a second show, and whether that means AEW Dark is just going to move, I don't know. But they are—they're going to put a new show up, and I don't know whether they need more stars to fill that out. But you know, I can't remember the last time, for example, Jimmy Havoc or Joey Janela were in a. Ha- oh, apparently Havoc is he. Oh, does he? Yeah. Does that surprise you? Yeah, he's been doing a lot. Of, he's been doing a lot in MLW recently. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. Okay. Because is Mox coming out of a different... Mox, just go backstage, mate. Honestly. What are you he doing? up the ramp earlier. Where have you been? Have you, have you ever seen one of Moxley's old shoot interviews before he went to WWE? No. They're amazing. Like, him talking about his mother. <laughs> He was like, well, we both love pussy and drugs, so at least we have that in common. Oh, yes, I remember. I, I have seen that. It was a YouTube soundbar, I think. Oh, he was on Dark three weeks ago. Havoc. 
Yeah, I can't, but yeah. when was the last time he was on Dynamite? I mean, it's all very well being on Dark, but, you know, when was the last it's time... It's not he... very well being on Well, no, but at least I you're in front of another... Oh! Who the hell is this? The fuck? Who the fuck are these, you It's going to be the Dark Order. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be the Dark Order. Not the Dark Order, the um, Inner Circle. So they're all beating the... Sh- okay, so now Darby Allen is now taking on... We... Oh, we're in the concourse again. <laughs> Who are these people? I, I bet they're... I think that's Santana Ortiz and Hager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there was a distinctly um, Santana-shaped person. <laughs> Do you mean there was one that sort of looked like the crazy frog? Yeah. No, here's the thing. Like, um, you know, Remember when Christopher Daniels used to try sneak around places, but he has a very distinctive shape. He does. He does have a very distinctive shape. It's like, oh, who is this Christopher Daniels-shaped man? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like, that dude is very clearly a security guard. Stop this. Yeah, I was thinking, where, where are AW officials? It's officially not their business. <laughs> JR, they should be going to jail for assault. Well, yeah, kind of. Oh my god. Is that Cian Almas right there in the little hat? Uh, yeah, probably. Actually, no, that's like if Cian Almas and Gado had a baby. Oh, look, they're hugging. What's happening in the ring? <laughs> oh, okay, nothing. We're just, we're just watching. Why, have we, why were all these people... Look at the litter on the floor. For the look main at, event. Who's lying in the litter? Is that Ortiz? You're <laughs> just yeah. lying in the litter. <gasps> to be fair, Ortiz looks like someone who's been on some filthy sashes. Yeah, he does. He looks like someone who's laying in litter. I genuinely thought he was going to larry him then into the and fucking that, wall. That's just a that would have been amazing if he did. Ortiz is very wide for his size. But, like, not fat, just wide. Just wide. So are we... Uh... It's, not, it's not just... What's happening now? Oh, no, Moxley... Just stay down, Moxley. Jesus. <laughs> Mostly because I just want Darby to start doing stuff. Have you ever been in a half-empty arena? It's weird. Uh, no, I haven't. I Have went you? to see Richard Ashcroft. I went to see Richard Ashcroft at the Hydro, and that place was half-empty. Oh, poor Richard like, Ashcroft. To be fair, like I think trying to play somewhere besides the Hydro was a bit ambitious for him. Well, when was the last time he did anything even remotely relevant? Urban Hymns. <laughs> right, come on, Darby. Oofed. <laughs> I mean, Jericho knew that was coming for a long time. Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I could literally watch Darby and Sammy Guevara wrestle. For Sammy just the Guevara rest of the night. Oversells worse than Osprey, though. Who, Guevara? Yeah. Um, I don't think Osprey's like, is bad terms, anymore. 
No, but like in terms of like the jumping back so far, like it's very early Osprey. I think you need to suspend your disbelief a little bit, please. <laughs> I think you need to stop being so just so negative. Oh, am I not allowed to be analytical on a fucking podcast? I'm not. <laughs> Chris, one thing we are not in any way is analytical. Look at the things that we've spoken about on I this. Used... Fo- you <laughs> yeah, asked good... me, what is your favourite apple? And you never answered me. There's a reason for that. No one gives a shit what my favourite apple is. Apples were on screen. That's all I'm saying. (sighs) What do you think of um, Sammy Guevara's outfit? Actually, no, actually, what do you think of um, Darby's? Um, I think it goes with Darby's general aesthetic, general sort of persona. You look at everything that he's doing, yeah. it fits. Um, Guevara... He's wearing the same belt as Jericho. <laughs> he is wearing the same belt as Jericho. Probably borrowed it from his Painmaker costume. Um, no, I wouldn't be surprised if Jericho borrowed from... Actually, no, a Derby belt wouldn't fit Jericho, would it? I'm not... I, d- I don't know how I feel about Guevara's... Uh, Guevara's what's it? Guevara's gear. I like it. I like the black and the pink. I think it fits him. The thing is, Darby's so small that every little move looks like it destroys him. I think that plays into his hands, though. No, exactly. I don't think that's a negative. I do do think it puts a bit of a ceiling on him. Maybe not an AEW, though. Um, No, I disagree. I think you look at... It's the Daniel Bryan thing again. You know, you've got... Your small man can be... But Daniel Bryan at least has some girth to him, like Darby Allen. Girth? Do you have to use that word? Like Derby, Allen, Derby Allen could be looks like he he could be snapped in half. Derby. Um, do you know who Darby Allen's um going out with? I only found this out recently. He's married to Priscilla Kelly. Yeah. Um, and I, I was talking to a friend who was like, "I know that name from somewhere." It's like, "Yes, yeah, the tampon lady." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is how she will be forever now. I mean, like, if she didn't want to be defined by that she shouldn't have done it I must admit it is a little bit strange that she hasn't been signed to AEW honestly I think we don't want the thing of oh look they've signed the tampon also I, I've never, I don't think I've seen a wrestle outside of that she wrestled on Dynamite not so long ago on the cruise oh I didn't watch that episode so the only thing I've seen from her was when she was in the Battle Royale oh, oh yeah I've seen like clips on Twitter, but that's not a good way to judge. The Massive Derby, Derby chance. Massive Derby chance. The paint on him's coming off in very weird ways. It looks like wallpaper, yes. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, it looks like if you pulled it, it would rip his skin off. Which fair, I'm pretty sure it's something Derby would do for a spot. Probably, yeah. Can you imagine a Darby Allen versus Jimmy Havoc feud? Jesus. That match must have happened. Somewhere. Hang on, I'm looking this up. Okay. I'm so sad that Jimmy Havoc's not being used because, like, quite frankly, when he's given a run, he he properly takes it. He's, He's something completely different, isn't he? 
to what yeah. they've got at the moment. Oh, no, they faced them the first Dynamite, didn't we? Remember when they faced Jericho the next week? Of course, yeah, I remember. Um, but yeah, like, he's... The only different problem is um, the Acid Rainmaker. Oh, that's... Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it's it's not a great... It's not a great finisher, is it? Let's be honest. Like, the reason it works for Okada is because of how big Okada is. I think it's just... Yeah... I mean, when we watched that progress show and after everything him and Mark Askins did to each other and then it was a very, very, very pathetic-looking Acid Rainmaker oh, that finished it off. He's never hit it all that. Um, he's never hit it all that strong. So, like, this is very obviously going to end with Mark coming back, isn't it? Well, yeah, obviously, but it's a, you know, it's a decent match for what it is. It's fun enough. The only problem is, like, in t- coming off of, like, the last two Dynamites where I had, you had, like, 8 out of 10s on it. Yeah, but the thing was, you were... It was the last couple before a pay-per-view. It was, you yeah, know, so you, we, were, you were building towards something. I think that's... Because the same thing happened going into full gear, and, like, the last few for them were really good. I think AEW have a problem when they're in out... Um, down <laughs> periods and pay-per-views. So, Sammy Guevara using... Uh... Darby Allen's hand as a penis, lovely. It's not, um, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, just to be frank, he's not using Darby Allen's hand on his penis. Yeah, true. Or his penis as a hand. This looks like it's going to hurt. This is quite impressive, I must admit. It is really impressive. Sammy Guevara is really impressive, just he's in a stable with LAX and Chris Jericho. No. Are they going to do the uh, Elgin and Cobb oh, spot? Jeff Cobb. Fuck Michael Elgin. Fuck. Yes, they are. Now, someone watched World Tag League 2018. <laughs> Is he going to swap again? No, I'd be two Elgin and Cobb. No, what should happen? Each inner circle member comes in and take has a go. <laughs> Shave or sideburns. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It looks like Jericho has been to the same tanner as MJF did before Revolution. He's very orange. MJF looked like you know that episode of Friends where like Rob only yes, had a he did. on half of him. Yes, he did. Yeah. And then he got his teeth whitened and glowed in the dark. Yes. <laughs> oh, Friends, you, you're so quotable, but also not very good. It's very problematic in hindsight. As is every 90s show, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, nothing holds up. No, nothing at all. Ooh, look at that boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you know what? This Jericho and um, Guevara like, love thing is mint, isn't it? I do love... But I... <laughs> look at that guy. <laughs> that guy was not happy at all, was he? <laughs> he was like... Gay shit in my wrestling. How dare they? <laughs> I do not want gay shit in in my sport where people in tiny pants hit each other. <laughs> Good stuff, JR. Every, he says that every fucking match. Make more money if they win. Thanks, JR. <laughs> we also make money if they lose. Thanks, JR. <laughs> money, Swagger, money, money. I've we got Zack Sabre Jr. and Will Ospreay mixed up. Because he must have done, like, no research and just went, British guy, so the fucking 
No. Union Jack on DSJ. Mate, that's that's nothing. He got Sonata and Bushi mixed up on that um yeah. G one um that one where um, the Long Beach show. Special. Yeah, that yeah. was awful. Remember when they, he and um, Josh Barnett were making gay jokes about Juice Robinson? I don't, but thank God that's not a thing anymore. Like, um, Juice Robinson came out... Actually, it wasn't JL, it was, it was Barnett. And JL was like, he has a massive female following. And, he, and Josh Barnett was just like, with those rainbows on his tights, um, he, may, he might have a big male following. I'm like, that's the most weird... It's not even a good gay joke. And not that there is good gay jokes, but like, if there was, that'd be a lower-tier gay joke. Mm. Oh fucking hell! Oh my god! It's like a fucking uh, missile. Jesus Christ, Darby! Darby, it's a dynamite, not a pay per view. Calm down. Do that. I bet he does the shit when he's on dark. Let's see that. I've never watched. It literally wasn't even a spear. It was just like a fucking arrow. I was about to say I've never watched an episode of Dark, but I did watch the one with Joey Janela and um. Kenny Omega had that death match. That was pretty good, actually, that match. That was really good. Um, especially for what's essentially Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> or Velocity. I do like... Yeah, I do like how like NWA was started to market itself that it was beating AEW Dark. And my answer to that was, who the fuck watches AEW Dark? <laughs> Like, AEW is Garth's favourite thing in the whole world. He, well, maybe not. His favourite wrestling thing in the whole world. I was just going to say, I don't think he's... I think it's kids, to be honest, mate. <laughs> his kids, his wife, his car. Oasis. Just, Oasis, Strokes. AEW Dynamite. Um, Saying how much he doesn't like how the kids are. <laughs> the youth. Or the youth. <laughs> his hatred of the <laughs> I must admit, even though they've basically taken Moxley out of the match for Moxley to come back and give them the win, I am very appreciative of how they've built Darby in this match. Again. Yeah. No, Dar- Darby's held his own against Le Champion. Le Bobby Champion. Le Champion. And, and the Spanish God. And the Spanish God. To be fair, though, is he the, is he the Spanish God? Jericho labelled him so. Go on, Darby. Okay, that's a Judas effect. No, it's not. He didn't do the spin. Oh. He did spin, though. I'm sorry. Say what you want about Chris Jericho. The fact that the man can still do a fucking lion salt at 50 is lunacy. That should be his finisher. You know what shouldn't be his finisher? Are you going to say the Judas effect? Because that's his finisher. I grant you the Judas effect is absolute cat piss. I will grant you that. I don't know why he used it, and it ruined the main event of Double or Nothing, but I don't think it's as bad as we make out. I think it would be bad if if his moveset wasn't already full of elbows. Yeah, maybe. I say that, like, I don't know, like, someone, some people... (laughs) Destroyer! Oh no, it's Code Red. I thought it was going to be a Destroyer. It wasn't. It's fine. Oh, I forgot that. Um, it's called the Yoshi Tonic if you're Excalibur. I love Excalibur. 
Coffin drop. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Like, so many times you're in a circle, just suddenly become idiots. It's like, lads, scatter. Yeah, move. To be fair, Darby Allen would take that bump as well. He would. T- he has taken that bump. Just absolute lunacy. He's taken that. D- he's taken that um, drop from higher heights onto concrete. Have you ever watched that Viceland and the Viceland um, documentaries about God, like the wrestlers? No, I haven't seen any of the Viceland documentaries yet. They're great. Like I had them on the background while doing some work. They're so good. Coffin drop. Jesus Christ! That was miles I... away. One, Just... two. Oh, the coffin drop is a scary move. It's like the trust fall, but better. Yes, but also like one wrong move and you're cracking your head on someone. True. Oh what my the god! Fuck happened then? I think Jericho meant to have like elbowed him in the what other way the down. fuck happened then? I hope I get a replay because that was an absolutely awful angle on that. I do like how Darby looks like he almost died, and we just don't question it because it's Darby. <laughs> was he it? Has Jericho hit the Judas effect as Darby Allen's come through the ropes? Because if he has, and he's timed it... Oh, he's fucking out that little mint, actually. <laughs> that looked really yeah, good. No, that's, that actually was great. Oh, okay. Moxley didn't come back. I must admit, I very much appreciated. That's the only time you will ever hear me say that that Judas effect was actually good. No, that's, that's the only Judas effect that's ever looked good. And I'm given that mostly because Darby was like, yes, Jericho, I will kill myself to make you look good. Oh, the Orange Cassidy got people in the front row are a couple. I'm happy. Aww. <laughs> I like that they thought, um, you know what's a great couple costume for both we got Orange Cassidy. Here he is. Here he oh, is. Why is he... One time he comes up the ramp and it makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> because he was... <laughs> Just take it to the fucking front of you. This ma- oh, that was brilliant. Did him just launch the chair at yeah. Hager then? But once again, the inner circle are being stupid. Paradigm shift. Oh, he sold that so well. That was that was a RVD sell. Very good sell. Oh, John Moxley. <laughs> I'm just happy he's not wearing the little shorts anymore. Those shorts did look dreadful. Oh, big lariat to the back of the head. He has a great lariat, though. He does have a great lariat. He just leans into it, doesn't he? Too fair. If <laughs> he looks like the type where if you took it wrong, he'd pick you up and make you like Walter, like what Walter did to Coffee. I love that Jericho's default um, like taunt is just to put both arms in the air. It's like someone spams L1. <laughs> oh. What's happening here now? Shield powerbomb? <laughs> oh my god, it actually Ooh, is the shield powerbomb. <laughs> oh. Ortiz, Hager, Santana, Shield. I love the fact that they're doing the shield fist bump but with fingers. That's amazing. Oh, I just realised because oh yeah, I just realised who Moxley used to be. Okay. (laughs) That's mint. I love that. 
the shield, yeah, the shield fists, but with fingers sticking up. Oh, if you ever want fun, um, go to Renee Young's Twitter during a big John Moxley. Oh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen it. Especially, the, can we um... just not? Can we stop now? Can we just not, please? Hi, hello. I hate this. And here we go. That's a See, that's that... a big bump. To be fair, that was a big bump, but also a bad angle because you saw saw the crash, Matt. Home. Yeah. And there we go. Final final one. Final shot of Dynamite. <laughs> as soon as that finished, it went to a 404 page. <laughs> this page does not exist. It's like... <laughs> so, Chris, overall, as we're now at 2 hours and 15 minutes of episode 151 of the Podmania podcast, um, opinions quick as you can of that show. That was fun. There's nothing overly wrong with it, nothing overly... Um, the best part was definitely Jake the Snake, and that's probably one of the only parts I'm really excited about moving forward. I really want to know what's happening there now. Yeah, um, absolutely. Dark Order bollocks is starting to get on my nerves. I think we've sort of stagnated with that, and I think that the problem is, obviously we've had to wait for Matt Hardy. If it is going to be Matt Hardy, we've had to wait for his contract to expire, which it did on the 1st of August. At uh, 1st of August, 1st of March. So, fingers crossed... We'll get some something. Well, if, you, if you know that's the case, you start that yet closer to the time. <laughs> yeah, but people were hating on the Dark Order for a long time, weren't they? So because they were shit, they still are. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I agree. The Dark Order stuff was forgettable. Uh, they had, you know, it was a it was a much better match than it was on the uh, on the buy in. Um, I thought that. The whole Darby, I thought Darby Allen was a star in that main event again. I thought Moxley's promo was a lot better than his promo at the end of Revolution. Overall, nothing groundbreaking in this show, like you said before. But again, and as we talked about during the podcast, it's it's sort of a reset now as we head towards Double or Nothing because they've got till May now until their next pay per view. So they need to be careful of what they're building and who they're building for. Um, the I believe that the participants in the Blood and Guts uh, match have been announced. Would you like to know who it is? I've seen this. It's Inner Circle versus the Elite. It is. Now, the Elite, it is going to be... um, It is Cody, Hangman, and um, Kenny, and the Bucks taking on Jericho, Hager, Guevara... And then, obviously, proud and powerful. It's a little bit bizarre that they've you know, announced you know that beforehand. And it's the um, it's like how like first time War Games came back. It was so fun, so exciting. Feuds were already set up, and it naturally led into War Games. And then the subsequent years of a War Games match is naturally fun because it's fucking War Games. Um, it fell flat on a sto- from a story's perspective because it's now just people going together because it's a bl- it's a bl- it's obligatory that we have a war games match around that time of year. This is a war ga- and when war games really should be something that um, which this is like call it what the fuck you want. It's war games. Um, it should be something where the feud is in place before the match. I'm intrigued. I'm surprised that Dustin isn't part of it. Obviously, with his beef with. 
um, Jake Hager, but I think it makes perfect sense. I think this will be an absolutely this will be an absolutely incredible match. You look oh, at who's in it; it's going to be incredible. Like, it could have been. It, it'll probably be like around. It's you know it's the same as with the pack and Omega match, but that same match would have been so much more with more of a story or on a bigger stage. Yeah, we've got this two weeks, and then it is blood and guts. Exactly, and like sure, the story's kind of building, but like it, it's definitely not the point of war games. I don't know. We'll well, we'll see. We'll see what they do in the next two weeks. Um, it feels like a way to pop a rating, which AEW don't need to do. They're doing really well. They are. I mean, it was they were always going to do this, and I think if they were going to do this, the biggest feud at the moment is obviously the Inner Circle and the Elite, and I think yeah, that works. You could, you could have built this to a pay per view, quite frankly. I think no, that's that's not my issue with it. My issue is that they've announced it with little to no fanfare of, no, of exactly. the participants, not the match, but the participants. But they've announced. Again, you should have like an, a, someone coming out and going, no, war games. It's Either that real, or an official press need... conference. Yeah, no, exactly. We need more than like, because it's a big deal. It's a big, like, you have five, like, in kayfabe, you have five men going into a cage to beat the shit out of each other. There should be at least some form of stipulation. This is happening for some reason. Do you know what? It's not even that, though. The last parting shot of the dynamite that we've just watched was the the inner circle destroying John Moxley. Moxley. Yeah, exactly. Who's so. not part of this match. The problem is you've got almost every single member of the inner circle in a different feud. Yeah, but they're sort of scared. Well, it's kind of because of the main heel faction. To be fair, AEW is to get a lot of heel factions. Maybe they're going to book like New Japan. Yeah, but then you have... In that case, you only have one baby face. Well, I guess best friends, but like when... You have like um, the death triangle. God, yeah, yeah, and um, shit. What was the other one? Um, Dark Order. So, so like you have three major heel factions now. Yeah, and then you've just got the elite, haven't you? Really, as the as a big faction, babyface faction. Um, yeah, and then there's like subsections of the elite. I guess that's what that's what they're going for. That worked so well when we did it with Bullet Club. Yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will let you go. It has been a long podcast, but a very enjoyable one. AEW again, really, really, really good show. Nothing groundbreaking, as we've already said, but you know enough to keep us going by. And obviously, we have now got blood and guts to look forward to in that show, which I'm sure will be absolutely fantastic. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to check out the website, www.podmania.co.uk. You can also subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, CastBox, um, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, we are absolutely everywhere. Check out the other podcasts on our website, whether that is the Young Lion Cast, or whether that is Wrestling with Jonas, or whether that is, of course, the Chris Corner, Chris's own little sidebar podcast. Uh, I just realised I forgot to send over my Red Pro review, and I think it might be a bit too late to do that. Too much too bad, the show is wank for the most part, so... <laughs> um, you can also talk to us on Twitter at, at Podmania uh, same with Facebook make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel at RealPodmania um, in the meantime you can talk to me on Twitter at RealRobGoodwin Chris where can they find you? What I, I forgot I, what's my handle I know you use it oh it's no go to 
There you go. There you go. Um, I, I was really hoping the fake out would make you laugh, but I think the, I think the joke's dead now. <laughs> yes, you perhaps do need to change that now. Um, oh, that's a shame. I know. I'm sorry, buddy. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Podmania.